Hallelujah. So today, I'm going to be starting um, a subject we started on Thursday, that is heaven on earth. And uh, many of us were in service on Thursday. Uh, remember, we talked about what? We talked about receiving, um, that is operating in God's will for your life. That is, uh, we talked about hearing God's voice from John chapter 10, verse 10. John chapter 10, from verse 1 down to 27. We dealt on all of these, the importance of hearing God's voice. Uh, Jesus said that my sheep hear my voice. Amen. How many of us can hear God's voice clearly here? Amen. Amen. Anybody can hear God's voice? Amen. Let me give you one expo today. Um, whenever we pray, at least you hear us when we pray, is that, you know, that you should think through my mind and you should speak through my lips. So anytime the word of God is being spoken here, or anytime somebody is standing before you, just believe that is God speaking to you. Amen. And anytime you open your Bible to read, just, you know, ask the Spirit of God to just speak through you, through, you know, the letters. The Bible says, let us kill it, for it is the Spirit that giveth life. And as we go through the scriptures, just believe that is God speaking to you directly. That is, there is a word for you. And as we've come today, God's voice will be heard clearly in the name of Jesus. Amen. So we're talking about heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. And um, this, you, you just keep going more, you know, going deep into this scripture. Uh, Matthew chapter 6 from verse 9. The disciples turned to Jesus Christ and they're like, you know, how then do we, like, how should we pray? What's the correct, correct way to pray? You can just reduce it a little bit. What's the correct way to pray? You know, I think it's a very beautiful question. Many of us, you know, is there anybody who don't, you don't feel like a professional prayer man or woman here? You don't feel so professional. Is there anybody like that? Okay, these guys are professional prayer warriors. Amen. We should see you on Tuesday. Amen for intercessors' prayers. Say glory. Amen. All of you who said glory, see you on Tuesday. Glory be to God. Amen. So, and these guys, they were like, you know, Jesus, how should I pray? You know, what's the right way to pray? You know, what's the correct way to pray? And then Jesus Christ said something. Matthew chapter 6 from verse 9 to 10. He said, in this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And um, if you remember last week Sunday, we talked a lot about the importance and the strength and the power be behind the name of Jesus. Amen. How many of us were here on Sunday? We talked about, you know, the power in the name. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 14, verse 14, says, if you ask anything in my name, I will give it to you. Anything you ask, I will give it to you in my name. And in John chapter 17, Jesus Christ was praying to the Father regarding the disciples, and he said something. He said, Father, answer this once, even in the name you gave to me. In the name, if Jesus Christ had a name, and he honored that name so much, then there is so much power in the name of God. Amen. And when you begin to look at the Old Testament, you will see these people, whenever they experience a dimension of God, they always named the place after God, they, in which they experience that dimension of God. And whenever God does something, there is a name attached to God. When you say Jehovah El Shaddai, that is the Lord, my what? My provider. Jehovah what? Je um, this other one. Um, um, Jehovah Nitsi, the Lord, my what? My peace. Jehovah, what else? Help me, help me, help me. Jehovah Shalom, my what? Je Jehovah Shammah. Come on, help me. You guys, you've forgotten the names of God in the Old Testament that, the, that is from Hebrews. Amen. And they would always attach the name of God to an experience in God. Amen. So they see something in God. Because all of us, remember when Moses was to lead the children of Israel, and then he told them, uh, and then um, he asked God that if, you know, for every God there is a name. Amen. Every God has a name. The people, you know, like, um, you know, these people from um, India, for example, the Hindu people, you know, they have over a thousand gods. And they name those gods by what? By different names. And we have so many traditional worshippers, even in Yoruba. They say um, Shokbono, that is the god of smallpox. Um, uh, Ogun, the god of iron. You see, people, there's a certain dimension and a certain way of pattern of delivery that they name their god according to this system. And then when they are faced with certain circumstances or situations, they begin to call on God in the level of expression before. And so, in the same way also, you know, those people, they don't, the difference between us and so many people is the fact that we know the God we worship. 
For so many people, it's a God who is far away. This one here is you have a relationship with God. That is the difference. There's no, you know, you begin to ask somebody, else, have you seen God before? Let me ask you, have you seen God before? Has anybody, any one of you, have you experienced God before? Amen. You must, in your walk with God, you must come to a point whereby you've encountered God. That is when the journey begins. Amen. Because you know that you know that he is and he's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. That is Hebrews chapter 1 verse 6. It says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. You must come to a point whereby God is real to you. Amen. Because if you've not gotten to the point whereby, a point where God is so real to you, that means you'll keep wavering around. You keep wavering around. You just keep, it's, it becomes a religion. It becomes, you're, you're living in a system. You just keep going back and forth, back and forth. You begin to wonder, what do you even believe anymore? Amen. Has, has anyone got into a point where you begin to wonder, what do you even believe anymore? Like, amen. And let me tell you, life will take you to a point where you begin to check your belief, if you really believe in God. Amen. And so we must come to the point whereby we know God for ourselves where we know God for ourselves, where God reveals himself to us, where God himself reveals himself to us. For It's for individuals, it's not for persons. Abraham encountered God for himself. He passed the same system to his son Isaac. And Isaac needed to encounter God for himself. And he passed the same system to Jacob. And Jacob also needed to what? Encounter God for himself. And so we must... We must encounter, this is not my topic today, but I'm just, you know, this, since God is leading in this direction, I keep saying, I'll, I'll say it, is you all, we all must encounter God for ourselves. If you've not encountered God for yourself, you've not started. You, you've not started. Amen. You've not started. You've not started. Your walk with God begins when you know that God is. God is. God is. God is. That is when your journey has started in Christ. Every man, every man in the Bible who walked with, with God, they encountered God. They, they, there was a system. That's why many of us are born into systems in your homes. Your parents are Christians. You are opportuned towards to be born into a system like that. But have you encountered the God of your parents? Amen. Have you encountered the God of your parents? They pass the same gods to you, but is it just a fairy tale? Or they just tell you that, oh, you know what, son? In so-so year, God helped me. And in this other year, God helped me. I know it was God who gave this thing to me. But have you settled down to discover that God for yourself? And I believe this is, you know, this is God speaking right now, that every one of you, every one of us here, we must come to a point where we know that God is. God is. When you can put the place of God. Remember when Moses encountered God by the burning bush? There was an encounter and that was when everything began. He tried with his own strength. He tried. There was a system that was handed over to Moses. A system. They told him that, look, forget about this palace. You are staying here. You have the privilege to be in this palace right now. But listen. Our people are different. You are from a special tribe. You are from a special people. And then he took that system that was handed over to him and he wanted to start, you know, he wanted to start operation. And he got himself into so much trouble. The reason why so many persons are in trouble yet following God is because they don't know God. Amen. Moses was following God because a system was passed down to Moses. But it was a problem for him because he had not encountered God for himself. And so every one of us here must encounter God for ourselves. Whereby we know that God is. And let me tell you, we are always hearing voices every time. And if you don't know who he is for yourself, you will not know when he's speaking to you. He says, my sheep hear my voice. And if anybody is going to come and say something else to them, they will know that that is a thief speaking to them. So how then do you differentiate a thief, the enemy, from God, your flesh from God? Many of us here, if your father calls you right now, even if he uses another number, the moment he says hello, you know him. No matter how he tries to hide, to, uh, 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 you just, you know. You begin to laugh. And then say, ah, why are you laughing now? And they're like, it's you. 
You're trying to play a prank. Maybe your friend or anybody because you know that person for yourself. And so the point in order for us, for us to start this work, this old Christian work, we've been going to church. A system has been given to us. Praise God for that privilege. And that is why we, there's always a difference between a man who is an unbeliever who discovers God for himself, for himself and somebody who has been in the system for so many years. The response is always different. Because this one encountered God. The other person has been in the system. There's always a difference. Uh, am, I, am I communicating? Have you seen such before? And you just, Apostle Paul, for example, he encountered God. And boom, that was your passion was there and all of that. But the moment he encountered God, his life was set on fire. And so all of us here, every one of us, we must know God for ourselves. Amen. So, in Revelation chapter 1, verse 6, just proceed into the, today's word. And wherever we stop today, praise God for that. It says, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. He has made us what? Kings and priests. And I said something that at the beginning of this year that God has released us into a fresh dimension where we are operating as priests and kings. That is, every word that comes forth in this place is not, you know, it's not, just, it's not for mere people. It's for people who matter in this kingdom. Amen. It's for people who matter in this kingdom. Let me tell you something with all due respect to the happenings in the world today and, you know, emotions attached to them. Um, the current moves, you know, different um, kingdoms, I'll put per se, or different governments, they are making moves that we only see the result of their moves. But there is a place where they discuss these plans before they express them. Am I communicating? So they take everybody unawares. When everything started, nobody, nobody expected it. People, people sensed it could happen, but they didn't know the time. But now, let me tell you, there were generals, there were persons who knew when it was going to happen, when it was going to be strike time. Because of what? Because they were in a special table where plans like this were discussed. And so, all of us here, whenever we come to church, we have come to that special table where God begins to discuss his plans and his unfoldings for the earth today because you are so important. Tell somebody you are important. Amen. You are important in this kingdom. You are not an ordinary civilian. Amen. He has taken us past the point of patriotism. To a point of being stakeholders. You can be a patriotic person and not know what the government is about to do. They only tell you decree afterward. But then when you become part of the plan where they begin to, you know, bring out those scrolls and say, this is what I want to do. This is my plan for my people. And so every time we come to church, it is God unfolding important plans for our generation and for our lives. And... If you are not prepared for those information, they become disaster to you. Amen. If you are not prepared for heavy information, you know, there are so many people, they've discussed secret right now and boom, they, we know they've just given it to CNN because it's going to leak. Amen. They are not going to do the task they've given them to do. Instead, they use the information for nonsense. And so we are here receiving information from God for things that matter. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So this information that I'm going to share today, they are for sons. So when we say heaven on earth, <laughs> what's... what's What's the business of somebody who is looking for his salary with GDP calculation? Amen. You say the GDP for this country is increasing. Well, that person just wants to eat. If I ask you right now, what's your country's GDP? Is there anybody, you didn't know? What's the GDP of your country? Amen. Has it increased or it has decreased? The only, the only thing you will know is when dollar is increasing and decreasing because that's the one that concerns you. So, sorry for this military grammar. You're all bloody civilians in your country. <laughs> because that's the only thing you're concerned about. 
But when we begin to talk about you know, GDP, all of these things, because these are terms for people who matter, for people who are concerned about the growth of the nation. Am I communicating? Are we together? So when we say heaven on earth, it's unfolding of the plan of heaven here on earth. Now let me tell you something, first thing to note today is God's plan for earth has always been about replication. He wants to replicate heaven here on earth. Amen. Are we together? We're talking about replication. Do you know what it means to replicate? Replication simply means what? Reproducing the same results in a place. Many of us, you speak, you speak English. There are some people who even speak better English than myself. And that's because what? You lived in a country that was what? Colonized by who? By the British. And they simply replicated England in the place of your birth or oppression. And so you speak English like them. Even though generations to generations, now we now have special English like Nigerian English. Why? Because of what? They took their hands off Nigeria. Have you seen maybe broadcast of black people, sorry to use the word black, of, of your natives? In those days, they speak clean British English. Have you seen such videos? Anybody, you've seen such? Because of what? They were taught directly by the British. And they operated in the system. And there was a video of this man, Tafawa Balewa. I was like, my God. Like, you know, uh, let me use the word, you know, like, like how is someone speaking clean English like this? You know, like, I'm not discriminating. I'm just, you know, telling you because, you know, like, present day Hausa people because of their, what they call them, their tongue. They want to say P, they use F. The PDP is a FDP, Fawa, amen. Just, um, and you hear somebody in those days speaking clean English because they were taught directly by the British. And they operated the same system. So they simply replicated England in, um, in di their different colonial, um, colonies, rather. Amen. And till date, you know, um, you can, we, we took their culture. We took everything, every single thing. We took them. That's why till date you still see somebody in hot sun, Nigeria, with tie suits. And then now it's no longer ankashi face to wear, and just uh, pull the suits yet. It's impossible that this is the only way it feels, you know, presentable and you know, good looking, official. Professional, amen. Many people came, you know, when they got to Russia, they saw ah, medical school, you are wearing jeans, amen. Anybody had, uh, went to medical school in Nigeria before, amen. You, you, you dress, there's a difference between medical student and art student, the, the dressing, amen. Anybody notice the difference? Only one person, yeah, amen. And yeah, you see them with jeans and everything that's and. On getting here, you what? You've met a different culture. Amen. Am I communicating? Are we together? You've met a different... So, when we talk about replication, it is simply bringing the system in heaven here on earth and operating by it. So, there is a system in heaven. But how can you bring the system when you've never been to heaven yourself? Amen. You've never been to heaven, you want to bring heaven here. So, amen. Anybody has been to heaven before? Amen. Are we together? Have you been to heaven before? You can never bring heaven until you've been to heaven. Amen. I'll say it again. You can never bring heaven until you've been to heaven, and I'll say further, until you live in heaven. Amen? You can't express heaven until you and heaven, you are one. So you say, bring heaven here on earth. Are you, are you living in heaven? Are you operating in heaven? Amen. And the advantage we have over 
all other creatures is the fact that we're created in the image of God. And so that replication mandate now has been given to us. Amen. Are we together? The replication mandate has been given to us. Others can't do it. The lion is strong. Nobody. Is there anybody here? Okay, David, you know, in the Bible, not David, Keys. You know, David in the Bible encountered the lion and the bear. Samson did. But none of you here can see lion like back to the lion. So, by strength, the lion is stronger than you. By size, the elephant is bigger than yourself. What do you want to do? Like so many things. If there's a big snake here, everybody would disappear. Even though the Bible says that what he has given us power to trample upon what? Snakes and scorpions. The snake is here now, everybody out. Amen. But we have an advantage over every other creature. Because of what? He created us in his own image and likeness. So that replication mandate is on us. But you can't, you know, you can't make this world fruitful until you are living in heaven. Amen. As I'm saying, until you're living in heaven, everybody looking at me, where's heaven? Amen. We must live in heaven. We must operate from heaven. You can't, you can't do it here on earth like that because there is a budget from heaven. There is a budget from heaven. You can't achieve it with your own understanding. You can't, there's a system in heaven. There's a way they speak in heaven. There's a way they act in heaven. There's a way they worship in heaven. And the simple truth is just little of heaven has been expressed so far on earth. Just little, little, little. Generations have passed, you know, from one generation to another generation. Little, little. There's so much more in heaven that you begin to wonder, can you ever see all of heaven? Amen. There's so much in heaven. And he wants that to be replicated here on earth. And only those who live in heaven, operate by heaven, can see earth become heaven. And so there is a training and there is a dwelling that takes place first before we begin to see that. So heaven must first invade us before we can go out there to invade Heaven must first, we must first be consumed by heaven. Every one of us. We must, like I said, you must know God before your journey starts. The Bible says, remember what happened to the sons of Seva? They were trying to cast out demons from a man who was possessed. And you're like, in the name of Jesus Christ, in whom Paul preaches, out, we bind you, seven guys. The demon like, wait, wait, wait a minute. They said like, you see, that Jesus you called now, I know. The Paul you also called, I know. But who are you? So, they were calling the same Paul. You know, remember Jesus Christ said, in my name, whatsoever you cast out in my name shall be cast. You know, whatsoever you bind in my name. You know, anything you ask for it to be given in my name. It's a principle that has been given to all of us. A principle. Like beginning, I said that, John chapter 14, verse 14. Whatever thing you ask for in my name, I'm going to give it to you. So what then is the difference? Two persons calling the same name but different results. And the demon looked on them and bounced on them, beat them, naked them. Huh? It's like naked them completely. Though they were calling the name of Jesus. So let me tell you something. Oh. Not everybody who calls the name of Jesus gets results. Amen. Not like, even though the Bible says, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. And that's why many people have been calling God, 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 God. And maybe sometimes just by his mercy, he just, have you prayed prayers before? You've not seen results before. Amen. 
Have you prayed prayers before and you prayed, you called the name of God and God did not answer you? Oh, come on. So many people are, your power here is strong. Amen. So the difference, there's a huge difference. Can you see the difference here? You're just calling name. It's not about calling name. It's the depth in which you operate. In. See, the name of Jesus Christ, whom Paul preaches. See, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? Who are you? So do you live in heaven? Do you operate by heaven? Has heaven invaded you so much that you're so equipped? Have you been, you know, like heaven, everything? You know, a time came. I don't know till date. I don't know how those people discovered that system. Till date, I don't know. A time came that, remember in Acts of the Apostles chapter 3, um, Peter and John, Peter needed to help the man who was paralyzed by the beautiful gate, you remember the story? He needed, he said, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And the guy was not rising up and he jacked his hand and he stood up and he started walking. But a time came that Peter didn't have to do this. He didn't need to shout, hey, demon, out. No, he didn't need to say, be healed. He didn't, a time came that people discovered that the shadow of, Jesus, of Peter was healing the sick. The shadow. The shadow. And I began like, how did these people discover this, that, you know, the shadow? And I mean, many of us have shadows. Amen. Many of us have shadows. So there's, there's now level in shadows. We now have levels. And so the difference is even more so invade us that becomes so easy. Now, this is it's not about the ease. It's because of there is no time. Every day, as I'm speaking, somebody is dying without Christ. Amen. As we're speaking, there's one obvious one. People are throwing bombs somewhere. At least we know that one. Between yesterday and today, it's not a cause. Like, at least we are sure at least 50 persons died yesterday. Between today and, you know, from a certain territory. Am I communicating? We are sure. And this is what, this is the wickedness of the devil. This is what he wants. This is what, so there's no time. There's no time. There's no time. Tell somebody there's no time. That is why everyone must invade us. Must invade, we must be so, see, let me tell you, you are studying medicine, you are studying engineering, you are studying all of this. That is not what, that is, these are platforms for expression. If that is the only thing you came to head for, I'm telling you, it's waste. It's, you know, it's like, it's like everyone invested so much on you and then you decided to waste all of them for, for bread, for what to eat, where to sleep. That is so, if that is the only thing you are living your life for, ah, I think it would be better you leave head now. Amen. If that's, imagine, let me tell you something. Come to this earth. Going to school is difficult. Anybody enjoying school? It's difficult. Let's be sincere. Everything is difficult. Getting the school fees, the pocket money, it comes. You are smiling the first day and before you know everything begins to go. It's difficult. Let me say, living itself is difficult. Some people have many problems. So heartbreak problem. Shoe problem, you know, everything, a lot of problems. Um, you are praying for school fees every time. You get the school fees, pocket money, iPhone, all of these things. If that is, you see, like, why are you wasting your time? Just go. The suffer is too much. Amen. It's too much. If that's the only reason, it's too much. It's time to go. So there is more to life. If you say that that's the only thing, becoming, you know, rich and famous, that's waste of resources. It's waste. It's total waste. There is more. There is more to life than all these things. And so you must change your thinking. You must renew your mindset. You must, you know, you must focus on the things that are gained, not all these things. These things are things that would come. These are additions. 
You focus so much on additions, they've occupied your heart. These are just additions. All of you, you know, like, like when you say all of you, like everybody, like additions. People are so bothered about additions. Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, 6, seek here first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things people are killing themselves for, they are dying for, would be added unto you. And those are the things you are killing yourself for. Additions. What to wear, what to, you know, what to, where to live. Addition, so it's just waste of time. Like it's just waste of resources. Everyone has invested so much on you. There's a there's something that's, that has been written concerning your life. Mordecai came to Esther and told her that, don't you think you were placed in this position for a time like this? Don't think, don't you think God brought you this far for a time like this? Don't you think, you know, look, different centuries have passed. Different generations have passed. Why didn't he bring you a thousand years ago? Why didn't he bring you a thousand years after if Jesus starts to come? Why now? Why now? This is a question we ask ourselves every time. Why now? Why, do you, why, why that country sent you to? Why? So many people are disappointed. Like, I wish I was in another, I had another kind of passport so I can travel to over 90 countries anytime I want. Amen. Why to that family? You know, I tell, whenever people ask me where I'm from in Nigeria, and I, I laugh, I say, I'm the minority of the minority of the minority. Like, that's where I'm from. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm from Delta State. Of course, by geographical location, we are minorities. Where, I'm in the, uh, where, am I, where I'm from in Delta State also, we are also minorities. And so why am I from that place? Why? Why? It's for a purpose. It's for a purpose. And it's for a time like this. So don't live your life casually. Everyone must invade you. Where you ask yourself questions every time. Why am I on it? Why? Like, why? Like, if, if you've not, I'm telling you, if you've not discovered why you are here on earth, you are waste, like it's waste. Some of you, anybody has certain skills, yeah. You can calculate fast or you can do, you know, or maybe you can sing, you can dance, or you're good with communicating with people. There's something, and you're like, it, and these are the ones you've discovered yourself. There is more in you that God, you know, programmed inside of you. So why were you created this way? Some of you just smile. People are smiling. Why? What's the secret? Like, why did he give that? Some of you, you frown your face. People are scared. Even some of you, no, you don't need to frown. Your face is naturally frowning. People are scared of you. It's a gift. Amen. Some of, so, amen. Amen. So why? Why? Why are you on earth? There is a point, and you can only express that until heaven has invaded you. And um, I know there's a lot to say. I don't know how I moved in this direction, but um, there's something in you for a time like this. It's not just, just things. Like, if it's about medicine, if you want to talk right now, I think the most popular, successful doctor everybody knows about is who? Ben Carson, right? Have you read any of his books? Think Big, uh, which other book again? Huh? Big what? Yes, Big Picture. Is it Big? Yeah, it's the Big Picture also. Like, that's the most popular. Imagine, and it was a pediatric uh, neurosurgeon. Imagine if all of you now, you decide to go there, you want... CMS 2 and 7, people are not giving birth to them again. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So why? Why are you? You want to be a great lawyer? In many cases, are they judging in this life? People don't have money to pay lawyers anymore. People consult, you know, try to consult their friends on phone. Like, what would I do in a situation like this? You know, like, so there's more to life. There's like, are you understanding what I'm saying? Talk about engineering. You're studying engineering. There are people in better engineering schools than yourself. But of course, that should not determine your, you know, it, it can't, it's not even it should. It can't determine your reach in life. 
That's why I'm saying there is something inside your life. There's a reason why he created you. And all these things are platforms for you to express, for you to express what he called you for. These are platforms. And so don't be, imagine coming to a stage. Like, let me give you, let me explain to you a platform. Now, this is a platform, right? And the, mo the most important thing for me to do is to speak, but I'm so conscious about the platform. Am I communicating? I'm so conscious about the platform, or if the platform is long enough. But the goal is to speak. Yes, there is a platform, but the goal is not to stand on the platform. The goal is to what? Is to speak, is to sing. And not just to sing, but that all will be blessed by my singing. Amen. But I'm so concerned about this. So there is a reason why he created you. Not those platforms. These are platforms. These are things he just gave. You know, money, it's a tool for something. And so you, you're so occupied with the tool more than the result. What do you want? The result or the tool? Amen. What do you want? The result or the tool? When you come out of your house, and maybe you're going to use a public transport. You're going to like you're going to use a tr public transport to where you're going to go. What's most important to you at that point? The vehicle or the destination? The destination is the most important, not the vehicle. That's the, that's the least important thing. Getting to that place on time, the time you want, is the most important thing, not the vehicle. And so there is more. I'm just you know I don't know like the sermon today has I've gone over 70% off from what he's saying. There's a lot of scriptures and so many things here. But if this is what God is saying, why not? We move. So there is a reason. You are a king. King of what? Every king has his domain. That's a kingdom. A place of operation. A sphere of influence. A king without people is a reproach. Imagine, you know, those, there are some, well, my own minority of minority, we have people. Amen. But imagine a king. In short, a king, the most important, like, a king is always concerned about his sphere of influence, how large he is. The greater the sphere of influence, the greater the king believes he is. Amen. Am I communicating? A king with three people or three families, that's not a king. It's an elder. Amen. It's not a king. That's not a king. Amen. And so, he has called all of us, you know, kings, you know, that we are royal priests. We are royalties. So, as royalties, what are we supposed to do? What's our sphere of influence like? Is it large? And so, we must pay attention on the things that matter the most. And not on small things. Every king wants to conquer territories. He wants to enlarge. He wants to enlarge. Go through the history of life. You know, so far, you know, documented history, you will see that places are enlarging. Territories are being enlarged. Empires conquering other empires. An empire is a constituent of what? Of different kingdoms together. And so, Many of you, God has called you into a place of influence whereby even kings here on earth are supposed to op operate under your sphere of influence. But you're so distracted on, on a Ferrari, which you would eventually get. Ferrari is nice. It's fast car. Amen. Uh, many of us like luxury. Amen. Don't like a game. Yeah, I like. Amen. I like luxury, you know. It's, it's good. But, that's, but there's more to life than that. Because it would eventually come. To event, these are things that will... Have you ever... As a king, you're not thinking of what to eat next. In short, everybody's waiting for you to just say, I want this. And it's being provided. A king is just like... You, you can get so great... Everybody just say, okay, today, moving with a convoy of white cars. 
Yes, I believe. But now a foolish man will begin to think that ah, he thinks it's life is all about, you know, I want to get to a point where I'll just be choosing white car, red car. No, there is more. There is more. There is more. There is more. There's a re- like, and if somebody says I want white cars, there's a reason why he wants that. Even if it's just for enjoyment. Because if you have an event, you see everybody wear white. Amen. Have you have gone to an, an event with dress code? Everybody wear white. Now go and tell people who can't afford uh, different colors. Say everybody wear white. Imagine a poor man, very poor man, is looking for what to eat the next hour. I say, ah, for this my party, everybody wear red. Like red. Like you have, you are now, you are choosing. But so the point is, there's a reason why you were created and heaven must so invade you where you begin to express the realities of heaven here on earth. And so everything is for replication. And what's my counsel to you people today? Before I go into the counsel, I know time has gone, is as we all are here, you can either change a territory or the territory will change you. Amen. You can either change a territory or the territory would change you. There's so many of us who believed on certain things before, but because we change position by virtue of being in a new territory, those ter- the territory has what has changed our convictions on certain things. And you can be in a place whereby you be a blessing to so many persons where their wrong convictions are being thrown away and then there's a replacement. And I'll say to you today is, the thing I'll say to you today is, be so consumed by heaven because only those who have heaven inside can express heaven outside. You can't give what you don't have. You only give what you have, and, and when you are releasing it, it's with, it's with ease. You know, there are people who would give and they become bankrupt, and there are people who would give and it's impossible for them to be bankrupt. You are such a wise person, you know, oh Lord Jesus, that's shade. Come back in Jesus' name. Let's say, amen. I was speaking to myself. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. So, the point here is we must. Be so consumed by God that everything that comes out of our mouth is life. It can be in a place and somebody will just release fear. Has it happened to you before? Boom, and you are scared already. You are preparing for an exam and like, ah, the teacher that is here today, everybody, ah, everybody will fail. And you are afraid already and then you get there, maybe you're shaking. But the moment you stand in faith, you pass. You say, ah, everybody that goes to that teacher, everybody is failing. And everybody is afraid. Has it happened to you before? Everybody just go there like, and people are waiting after the test, after the test, you know, like, ah, did you pass a fail? Ah, okay, ah, yeah, we are together. The person did you pass a fail? Ah, we are together and everything. We're waiting, waiting, waiting. Okay, ah, we all failed. Committee of failures. So that everybody will have the excuse that, ah, have you seen, it's not only me that failed, though. All of us. All of us failed. And so you can be in a territory of failures, and then it's so exciting being a failure. Because all of us failed. But you can be in a place of victors, people who are always winning, and you with your little ability failing in certain areas, and you step in there, and then you are blessed by the victories of others. Amen. And just say something that you should... Be consumed by heaven and change what you see. Numbers chapter 13 verse 17 is the last scripture I'll read and then we're going to pray. From verse 13, uh, 17 it says, Moses gave the men these instructions as he sent them out to explore the land. Go not through the Negev into the ill country. See what the land is like and find out whether the people living there are strong or weak. Few or many, see what kind of land, live, uh, what kind of land they live in. Is it good or bad? Do their towns, towns have wars, or are they unprotected like open camps? Is the soil fertile or poor? Are there many trees? Do your best to bring back, bring back samples of the crops you see. It happened to be the season of harvesting the first ripe grapes. So good instruction. Everybody always wants to check. 
it's good. You know, you want to check, ah, um, is that place nice? Um, it's a normal thing for human beings. Uh, few students did the test a day before or two days before, and you ask them, how was the teacher? How did he ask? You know, what are the things? I mean, area of concentration, how many of us like that? There's a normal thing. Moses asks them, you know, go and spy. Go and check the land. What is it like? Is it good or is it bad? Are the people plenty or not? Are they strong or weak? You know, is the ground fertile or not? It says, and then the people, um, the spies, they went. It says, after exploring the land for 40 days, the men returned to Moses and Aaron and the whole community of Israel at Kadesh in the wilderness of Paran. They reported to the whole community what they had seen and showed them the fruits they had taken from the land. This was their report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore, and it is indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Yes, the kind of fruit it produces, but the people living there are powerful, and their towns are large, fortified. We even saw giants there, descendants of Anak, the Amalekites like the Negev in the Negev, and the Ittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, live in the hill of the country. The Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the um, Jordan Valley. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once and take the land. He said, we can certainly conquer it. But other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. So they spread this bad report about the land among the Israelites, the land we traveled through and explored with anyone who goes to live there. All the people we saw there were huge. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers. And that's why, and that's what they thought too. And two reports, ten spies, eight came with bad reports that it's impossible. And what I'll tell you people today, be so consumed with heaven that you have this possibility mentality. There's nothing impossible with God. With God, all things are possible. And so step in this, my counsel to you, step into this week, understanding that things are possible, just like Caleb. And um, did they conquer the land at the end of the day? Yes, they did. They did. And so it is possible. You have that exam, you have that project. You believe in God for finances. You believe in God for something this week. Believe in God for a breakthrough. You believe in God for his voice. You want to hear his voice clearly. And people say, ah, you must fast 40 days before you hear this voice. You know, everybody's waiting for clever, clever, clever. This is the father to you. Amen. And people believe you must, you must go and do all of this. But believe God. It says that it is impossible to please God without faith. But anyone who comes to him must believe that he is. That he is. And he's a rewarder of those of them who diligently seek him. So have this possibility mentality this week. Go out there and know things are working for your good. Amen. Things. Everything is working for your good. Uh, I would, there's a testimony. Somebody, that was last month. It was her birthday and I called her and I just began to pray. And she said, she was the one responding. She's in the U.S. And she was the one telling me what I said. I said, she said the first thing you said was, every stagnation is over. And she said she was shocked. Like, why, like of all things to start a prayer with is that very thing. That was bothering her. She had been in the U.S. renewing visa, and she wanted a resident permit. She can't get a good job, and she had applied for uh, resident permanent resident uh, permit, and they actually sent email back to her. Uh, she's living in a family house with her cousins, and so when they get the mail, rather. Uh, people, you know, it's open to any one of them. And so one of them, by mistake, just took, took it, didn't know, and he just threw it in a store underground nobody um, uses. And, it's, and it was an invitation to come for fingerprint. And it was just there. And she kept saying that, why, why is her own different? For nine months, no response whatsoever. They've been calling other persons to come for fingerprint, and they are not inviting her. And so that prayer came and she was like, 
quiet, like, whoa. And then she took that word, and she said the following day, uh, elder cousin was like, oh, I want to clean the store underground. Like, she was like, what? Like, that place is dark. There's nothing there. Why are you disturbing yourself? Leave. She was the one telling him, stop, don't go. Don't, like, don't do it. And like, he would do it. So he went there, he opened, and the next thing said, ah, this is your paper. This is for you. And she was shocked. She was shocked. She applied, and the thing came just two weeks after her application. For nine months, she didn't know. She took it, and then she, and the way it is, if you, if you miss it, um, it becomes really difficult for you. You can't, it's something, you're supposed to tell them, oh, I can't come on social date. And she reached out to them, and they're like, okay, we're going to give you a new date. So she was sharing this testimony. I have the message on my phone. It's so funny. She was sharing this testimony with me, and she said they said they are going to reach out to her. They are going to give her a new date. After these prayers that I prayed on the birthday with her. And yesterday she was sharing the testimony with me, and God just spoke. He's like, there will not just be restoration, but there will be promotion. And she took the word, and the next thing, 20 minutes later, she wrote to me like, you will not believe what happened. I just got a message 20 minutes ago. I'm like, what's the message? So they say I should come for my green card. Like that. Just like that. And I'm telling you in this place today, if you've come with something, maybe you're experiencing any stagnation in any place, by reason of God's word today, your answer has come in the name of Jesus. And so believe it is possible. Finally, brethren, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, verse 8 to 9. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, Whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace would be with you. Can we be on our feet right now? Just... Just open your mouth and thank him for his words to us. Give him praise, give him praise, give him praise. Hosanna. Uh-huh. 